Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, October 5th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy joined by the G. Scott Sr. Mr. Scott, great to talk to you as always, my friend. We're only 19 days away from Buckeye football. How good does that feel? Man, it's the best feeling in the world. It kind of brings 2020 back into focus for a lot of us, you know, whether you, I believe, whether you're a fan or a parent or a player or a coach, you get some normalcy back, you know what I mean? So just, it's a great feeling. I think that uh, everybody that is a part of Buckeye Nation has been waiting for this like 19 days feels like it's going to be Christmas and so maybe that's the good news in this maybe maybe this year we get a few Christmases the first Christmas being October 24th man that's going to be a Christmas yeah and uh literally two weeks before Christmas eh, I guess 13 days would be exact the Buckeyes get to knock off that team up north for what, like the eighth time in a row now? I'm losing count. Uh, ninth time, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, you know, things are going well when you're losing count on that. Uh, we're gonna have, we have a lot of user questions. Man, people love you, obviously. Um, how could they not? The first one is not really a question, but something that I think encapsulates how like a lot of people feel about you. This is from Fox R 2001. He says, thank you, G. Scott Sr., for all of your efforts. You are a rock star. And, I, you know, I, I hear a lot of that, you know, so – how does that feel that you, before your sons even played a down of football for the Buckeyes with all you've done, that you're already a beloved figure in Buckeye Nation? It's got to feel good. Well, you know, it, it's, a, it's a great thing, but I want to, well, first I want to thank the person that sent that in. And then I just kind of want to set the record straight when it comes to, in my opinion, who I view the heroes are. I think that the heroes first and foremost, I think it starts with, our head coach, Ryan Day. I think he has established the tone and he established the fight from the very beginning. And when you see your head coach taking the stance of, hey guys, I, I want to try as hard as I can. I want to keep fighting. Then what ends up happening is, is that sets up a culture. And the culture is followed by with the players and the fans, and then the amazing parent group, who the, uh, the Buckeye parent group, those guys are fantastic. So I believe the only thing that I did is talk. Well, Dave, I talk too damn much anyways. So if all I got to do is talk, that ain't really doing anything. The effort is amongst everyone else, amongst you fans. All I do is talk and i happened to be at that at the protest the silent protest that happened there at the shoe i just was standing there i didn't know they was going to give me a microphone dave well i gave me a microphone and i just had a couple questions to ask i asked questions that everybody else in buckeye nation was asking hey help us understand and i saw you i mean on the the fox big noon kickoff they had my man, G. Scott Sr. on there. They had Monica Johnson on there. That'd be cool to see yourself on Big Noon Kickoff, the Urban Meyer Show, man, as I like to call it, man. Man, that that is amazing. I did hear about that. I just want to know, did they not get my double chin? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to be on national TV, watch the double chin. Make sure you get my best side, which is the left side. <laughs> Outside of that, uh, I did hear about that. And again, um, 
I think it's just to be a part of a fan base, right? Like, it's pretty cool. You know, it's cool to see, like, the generations. There was uh, some fans that I got to meet when I was there in Columbus. Man, this football means a lot to them. And for me to be a part of that, for me to see that amongst a bunch of families and generations that have the opportunity to continue to see their Buckeyes, I mean, let's be real. I, I hate to say sports are everything, but it's damn near close, man. You, what sports does, it brings together strangers to form a common bond, and that bond is Buckeye football, Dave. Speaking of that, G, before I get to some of the other uh, questions from our readers, from our listeners, I want to ask you just, you know, building off that, like, what's something about Ohio that has surprised you? The state itself, people from Ohio, just <laughs> pretty broad question. But what's something about Ohio that has surprised you so far? Well, I, as you know, Dave, I went to military school in the state of Indiana and I went to college in the state of Indiana. And so now that I have been around Ohio for some time now, I have learned that, wow, you guys love football the way the state of Indiana loves basketball. It's a beautiful thing to see and be a part of, no doubt, because back in those days in Indiana, maybe somebody's listening right now, you're from Indiana, but hey, I got the opportunity to see Damon Bailey, 1990, when he played for Bedford North Lawrence in a crowd of 46 thousand people for a state high school championship game back in the day when only one state champion the state of indiana has so to be in ohio and the people just knowing how much they love football dave man it's an amazing thing and and one last thing the people of ohio really made my son's decision to commit to the ohio state that much better Damon Bailey was really good, but he had a problem beating Jimmy Jackson in Ohio State. Jimmy Jackson got the best of him. I just had to throw that out there. My guy, <clears> Jimmy, my, my guy Jimmy Jackson, they had one of the best games ever in 1990. Jimmy Jackson, Damon Bailey, Ohio State, Indiana, double overtime. Buckeyes won at St. John Arena. Yeah. All right, let's get to some yeah. more. Let's get to some more. Shout out to, go ahead, shout go out ahead. to, shout out, shout out to Jim Jackson. Jim Jackson, right. didn't he wear number 34? What did he wear? 22. 22 22 yeah, yeah. Hey, Jim, hey, Jim Jackson was a bad man okay what we got yeah yeah <laughs> I, that's that's my like wheelhouse right there that's like you know junior high like early high school for me like Jimmy Jackson it was just like oh uh, yeah that that's when Ohio State basketball came back love it love it <laughs> yeah. love it Jimmy Jackson played for I think every NBA team maybe twice uh, I think he played for all, every team in the NBA ever twice uh, and, and that's my guy uh, all right let's get some more questions here from users uh, this is from Eric 8771 of course he wants to know what's going on with JTT what can you tell us about what's going on with uh, JTT uh, as far as his recruitment to Ohio State G well, you know what, man, um, the one thing that uh, I always told those guys in the very beginning is since we've been doing this rec recruiting stuff, JT's parents are, are great friends. As a matter of fact, I saw them today. I saw them. And um, the one thing I always promised is that I would never discuss not just recruiting with other people about them, but I wouldn't discuss recruiting with them. I mean, we try to keep that in common, but I will say this and I'll keep it common. JT is a special talent. 
I mean, he is a very special talent. Um, I do believe that I know he put out his top seven here recently where he's made the decision. And, you know, of course, yes, I want him to come and play with the good guys and the Buckeyes are the good guys. So, yes, I want him to come and play here. But if I had to say what it, who is it going to really come down to, uh, I say it'll come down to probably maybe the, the good guys, us, and maybe some Alabamas and some Oregons, right? Like that, those are some of the schools that, that, that I feel as far as what, what I think his skill set, especially because I think he's just going to be a phenomenal talent for a long time. All right, let's get on to more serious questions. This one comes from user G. Scott. Wants to talk about what is your favorite cereal? Oh, that's you, sir. So I'll just yeah. Let's get into real fun topics here. Favorite cereal? What is it? What's your favorite cereal? Is is, is there anything better than Tony the Tiger Day? When you get that Frosted Flakes, and not the first bite, but like the third bite, brother. Third bite is where that heaven happens. So uh, any of your listeners that are listening consistently and you're a Frosted Flakes fan, I just want to tell you that I love you. Peace and love. Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries for me. Love those. Yeah, but but your mouth is needs Band-Aids after eating Captain Crunch. Bro. That's so, that's so <laughs> true. And, oh, gosh. You're so right. You're so right. <laughs> Now, if I was talking to my youngest daughter, my youngest daughter would say Fruit Loops all the way. But uh, no, you're so right. Yeah, if you eat the yeah, if you eat Captain Crunch Crunch Berries, you're gonna cut up your mouth a little bit. You're yeah, cut up your mouth I noticed, a lot. I noticed the older I get, man, I I start liking the cereals that I used to make fun of my parents on. Like, yo, I like Raisin Bran, <laughs> Great Nuts. <laughs> I, I call those I call those old man cereals, <laughs> especially you cut. Cut up the banana in there. <laughs> put a little, yeah, they used to even put that on there. Like, they used to put that like on the the, the cover of the cereal that have like the cut up like strawberries and banana, bananas and stuff. Yep. <laughs> frosted mini wheats. Uh, all right, next question comes from OSU fan twenty fifteen. I don't know if you really want to get into this, but if you do, what is G Scott Junior studying at Ohio State? We'll have a follow up question on that. We'll, I'll get you that one first though. What's What's G Junior studying? Has he made a decision yet? Yeah, he's going to do a little communications, right? Like, you know, uh, that's the plan in the future, an opportunity to be able to to talk football and, and, and talk whatever, you know. Um, I, You know, unfortunately, I didn't go to school to be, do any type of radio or any type of broadcasting or anything like that. You're just a natural. But yeah, you're just a natural. I, I, well, you let me tell you something. When you get a, when you get in trouble in school for talking too much, at some point you just got to realize, hey, excuse me, can I just major in talking too much? So that's what I did. Well, he wants to do it the right way. So an opportunity for when he is done playing the game, an opportunity to maybe do some broadcasting and 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 talk for a living because he's a he, he he can talk a little bit too. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I know the answer to this next one, but the follow-up from our listener wants to know, can parents attend games in person and how will that work this year? Yeah. Yeah. We get, uh, we'll be able to have uh, four, I believe, I believe, uh, don't quote me on that, but, uh, I think so. Um, I can't wait to be getting in the shoe. It's going to be nice to be around there, but just more important, you know, just being in the city of Columbus, just in general, I just like the vibe and everything in Columbus. And so I want to be 
in that town when it is game day. I cannot wait for that. Now, my guy, Spin Doctor, had about 19 questions for you. We're going to limit it to three here. I love you, Spin Doctor, but you know I'm, I'm going to break it down to your best three here. All right, first one for Mr. G. Scott Sr. from Spin Doctor. G, how did Ohio State stand out from the rest during the recruiting process? Uh, Coach Brian Hartline and Ryan Day. Uh, no, no question about it. Uh, first, it started off with Coach Hartline. And one thing about Hartline is, is this. You know, everyone is talking about the type of coach that he is. And everybody's talking about he's, he's amazing on the recruiting trail. And uh, recruiting is one of those things where if you do recruiting the right way, then there's no problem. Right. Like and the one thing that Heartline was able to do can, better than anyone else is lay out in front of us exactly what it would look like for G Jr. And how Ohio State would prepare him there at that time. And it's interesting, right, because everything that they told me during the recruiting time, which is the reason why G Jr. committed so early, because in, in, in football, when you know what you have, take it. That's just in life, right? You can't just sit down and just like, well, um, who and on. Well, w- if you are undecided, usually a lot of times you, you, you either are waiting for a school or you have the school and you just don't want to commit yet. So, and, and with Brian Hartline and Ryan Day and what they were doing the recruiting process, and by the way, shout out to Coach Keenan Bailey too as well, what they displayed, Dave, is they expl- displayed exactly what we saw during a global pandemic. Like, for some, Ryan Day is an excellent football coach. But now what you have learned is Ryan Day is an amazing CEO because that is the key. The key for a good coach isn't always that perfect play. Some X's and O's can get caught up by the other team's X's and O's. It's the culture, man. It's the culture. So when we recognize that they had an established culture, started out with Urban Meyer, and of course, uh, you have Ryan Day in that culture. It is the culture, it's the expectation, and the bar is high. So that is the reason why the good guys stood out above the rest. Next question from Spin Doctor. So many ups and downs. This is just paraphrasing his question. I think it's a really good one. So many ups and downs over the last six months. Um, what stands out to you the most as you reflect on it now? Well, boy, that's a vague question. But let me um, let me hone it down into what I've learned about um, about the Buckeyes. Right? Let, let's do that instead of because there's a lot of things I've learned. It's pretty vague, and a lot of things of what I've learned have nothing to do with football. But I want to keep it football in this, for the sake of that question in your show. Um, I think I've learned and and have really fallen in love with the fact that my son chose this university. The way that Ryan Day has handled this, the way the new president of the Ohio State has handled it, the way that Buckeye fans have handled it, because. If you really think about it, we're, we're going to like move past these times and then a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, we're going to say things like, man, can you 
can you believe that 2020 year? Remember this? Remember that? And so what really stands out is, is just like how important Buckeye football is to the Buckeye Nation, to those that work for the Buckeyes, for those that cover the Buckeyes, for those that coach the Buckeyes, just for families out there, right? And so I think for families, and like I can't remember the lady's name, but when I was at the shoe during the protest, and she told me she had not missed a Buckeye game in the shoe in 50 years. Like, pause, stop for a minute. Imagine that. Imagine 50 years doing something that's always been something you've done and then all of a sudden is taken away from you. And so I, I would end off with saying if the one thing that I've learned, especially by being a part of Buckeye Nation, I, I, I had no idea just how beloved football really was until these last six months. Well, we couldn't be more pleased to have you as a part of Buckeye Nation. Um, last Last question from Spin Doctor. We do have more questions to get to, but last question from Spin Doctor himself. Does this team, G, have the discipline to follow the protocols that they need to follow? And in addition to that, are you worried about other Big Ten teams not following the protocols? I think that um, we are far removed, if you will. I think we're uh, almost two months removed from when football was taken away from the Buckeyes, right? I think that was August 11th or something like that when football was taken away. And during that time, I think everybody, all the kids, everybody a part of the Big Ten has really learned a lot, if you will, in those, all, those almost two months. Learn how serious it is. Seeing examples of other teams with, with COVID breakouts. Seeing professional teams with examples of COVID breakouts. Understanding, just having it drilled into you. I'm sure they've been getting tested for once a week or twice a week. And now getting to the point where it's every single day. This is a time where I have to, and I do think glass half full because I think a lot of kids and people that are associated with these programs in the Big Ten, quite simply, they get it now, right? Like a lot of us, we probably understand COVID a little bit better than we did three months ago, five months ago, six months ago. So just like we start to understand more, well, you got to think these kids understand way more than we do. Those of you, if you're listening right now, have you been tested over five times? Have you been tested over 10 times? Hey, how about this? Have you been tested over two times? So you are taking men and women that are a part of this program that, I mean, my son, by the time, by the time the new year comes, my son probably would have been tested over hundreds of times. Let that sink in. So I, I have confidence in the Big Ten. Do you know how many times I've been tested? Go ahead and say once. Zero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Case in point. I, I had a doctor's appointment about three months ago just for a checkup. And at the time, I mean, I, I imagine now if I went for a checkup, like I would get tested. But uh, um, at the time, it just wasn't like, you know, you know, widely available. And they took my temperature, did, did all that. Um even going to the horseshoe on Saturday, you know, they take your temperature and everything, but you have to go in. But gee, I have not been tested once. Not once. Okay, just, to further, just to further your point, my man. Just to further your point. All right. All right. Next question. Um, 
This is from Dave Biddle. Uh, this is one that I wrote down because uh, th- this is this is a great question here. I can't seriously though. I can't imagine having, especially for a wide receiver, having a better combination than Ryan Day as the head coach, Brian Hartline as the wide receiver coach. I mean, you know, and also doesn't hurt that you got Justin Fields as quarterback and you got quarterbacks in the hopper like C.J. Stroud and others. I, I just can't imagine oh. a better situation than what your son is in right now. I love it. Get up. Get up. Can I, let me just interject before you get to your question. Let me interject. Don't forget about the O line, baby. Don't That's forget right. about uh, the grown I've been man. Talk, and I've the been trenches. talking about it. Co- Coach Stud, you know what I'm saying? Coach Stud got that offensive line right. Shout out to the offensive line. And wait a minute, if y'all listen to right now, do me a favor. Come on now, get online and start showing appreciation for this O line. Because let me tell you something. Think about it. The O-line is like the military. Let me explain. The O-line is like the military. Look, most of the time we take advantage of our freedoms. We take advantage of being protected every time. But I guarantee you, if there is an attack on the United States, we're looking at the military like, hey, ain't you going to protect us? Well, that's the same thing with Justin Fields. Don't y'all want Justin Fields protected? Don't you want those receivers to have enough time? Don't you want those running backs to do their thing? I mean, let's give love and appreciation to the O-line. You're the man. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Last user questions come from WJ James 01. He's got two questions for you. We'll get you out of here on these. First one. How do you feel about the season? How do you think the Buckeyes are going to do this year? Not, not a loaded question at all. How do you think the Buckeyes are going to do this year? I think the I think they're going to do well, and um, of course there is bias. And even if so, hold on, I want to be clear about something because no matter what, I I could have lied on this question. All right. So for example, if I didn't feel good about this Buckeye team, I would still tell you guys, oh, I think they look great. You know, I'm looking forward to it, and I'll start off with, hey, got to take it game by game. <laughs> That's what I would say. But here's what I am going to say. You have to take it game by game. That's number one. And I think that how they are going to match up against Nebraska is going to be very important. I think Nebraska is an up-and-coming team. I think what they have some good stuff that's happening o- over there. I think when they come to town, I think the Buckeyes are going to have to take care of business. And because they've been so dialed in, because the Buckeyes have been so focused and waiting for this moment, man, I really do believe I feel good about that game as well as I feel good about the season. Last thing here, G, any other freshman that your son is telling you that's really stepping up, any other true freshman that's really making waves as far as you're hearing? You know, there's a lot of, lot of the freshmen that are, that are really working hard. Um, I don't know a lot of the freshmen and in, in everything, uh, but uh, it, I did just the other day was asking him about uh, some of the freshmen on defense, and he was just praising them. He uh, he praised Court Williams. Uh, is that his name, last name, Williams? Is it? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I want to make sure I got that right. Uh, he, he, plays, uh, he praised Court Williams. He uh, praised Ryan Watts. He praised, uh, uh, was it, is it Legend? 
Cavasso, yeah. yes. legend. Yep. So he pra- praised him as well. So there's a lot of those those guys on the defensive side of things, and then those dogs on, on you know on the D line, uh, the Ty Hamilton and and D Han, and so they they got a lot of kids. And so shout out to those uh, freshmen that are on defense doing their thing. I think is it uh, Latham Ransom. Got Latham Ransom doing his thing out there, and uh, he's a Cam Martinez. Boy, I'm telling you right now, Dave, matter of fact, I'm done with the interview. I start remembering names. We got, boy, something's up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, he, yeah, he, uh, he, he, really, he really appreciates a lot of those guys. Well, I appreciate you a lot, and I know all of our listeners are going to appreciate hearing this show. Um, really appreciate your time, G. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, and 19 days man. away, my man, 19 days. Thank yeah, you so much. Before you hang up on me, uh, Dave, listen, man, we can't, man, I ain't been on your show in like about, I don't know, like a few months, man. Don't, don't, don't stay a stranger. We got to do this more often. Let's make that happen. Let's yeah, do that. Let's make let's it happen. It. Thank you so much for your time, sir. I right, really bro. appreciate it. All right, bro. All right. And thank you all listeners out there for tuning in. Have a great day, Bucknutters. Nutters.